And this time on Culture File, we scurry back into the leafscape with botanical painter Jess Shepherd kicking up sloppy mounds as we go. Shepherd initially trained as a botanist, but now conducts her business through painting and sound recording she makes on specimen collecting trips. A subject she's spent many years celebrating is leaves, poplars and castor oils, vines and cardoons, painted or printed at swollen scales, exhibited on occasion with a soundtrack made in collaboration with sound artist Hoodlum Priest. One crunchy winter she brought culture file on a journey into the leafscape. Uh, hello, uh, my name is Jess Shepherd, and I'm a botanical painter. There is uh, a branch that would be botanical illustration which is very precise scientific illustration so you have dissections of the plant and scale bars. And I decided to call myself a botanical painter because there's not so much of the botanical illustration part of what I do. It's much more painterly and I'm trying to capture more of a feeling within the plant. Whenever I found a leaf to paint, I decided to take a sound recording and a field recording of, of the environment of where that leaf was found, so for the precise location. I've always recorded sound. It's something I've had a, a thing for. It's a hobby. Um, I came at it from a sort of nostalgic point of view so that when I'm older, I have something that could jog a memory so I could remember my childhood or something like that. So I would always record odd sounds, sort of closing gates and keys in the lock and things like that, as well as birdsong. I've not got any art training as such. I'm a botanist by, by training, uh, but as part of the botany courses that I've done at Plymouth University and at Edinburgh University, there was an illustrative part uh, so that we could learn an anatomy properly. With scientific illustration, you should never really depict any form of decay or if anything's been eaten or removed. And, for example, if you're painting a tulip and you've got a freak that has seven petals rather than six, you should always try and make sure you have the six because that is, that is how it should be. So with, with scientific illustration, you, you, you do need the science training because you're, you should have an awareness of how something should look and depict that. Whereas with this, I haven't done that. I've just painted what it is. The whole collection uh, is basically what I would call a botanical dystopia. I've composed each painting so that some of them have got their well, bits chopped off so that they're mounted with half of a leaf missing. It sounds horrendous, but actually, aesthetically, I think as a composition it does actually work. As I started working, I ended up sort of actually telling a story which I didn't intend to do to begin with. Um, as a botanist, I'm used to recording where I find things so I always make a note of time and place particularly when you're pressing plants in the jungle when I was working in Belize that's what you would do so I've just carried it on with my painting what happens now is if you put the GPS coordinates into Google for example you can actually see where I was in the world at the time I picked up that leaf uh, this one uh, is 
is it like a barcode? So it's 3009-2015-1946. So it was picked up at quarter to eight on the 30th of September. This particular poplar leaf, I've blown it up. This leaf is almost as big as a human being. The veins do look like little roads or fields, as if you're flying an aeroplane or looking at Google Maps. I'm trying to almost make a mockery of our idea of scale because in the natural world, there is no sense of scale. Things just exist, and it's, it's a human thing. We, we have this necessity to measure all the time, and we will, but again, it's measuring things in relation to ourselves, putting ourselves in the middle. I decided to paint the ricin leaf uh, because it is so toxic, basically. I have a fascination for all ethnobotanical plants, which basically means any plant that is useful to mankind. So that's all your medicinals, poisons, dyes, pharmaceuticals, food, that sort of thing. Uh, so the, the ricin leaf, again, is another palmate leaf. Uh, obviously quite like the palmate structure. But this one is unusual in that it is quite, well, it was quite coppery in its colour. It's sort of coppery red. And most of the time they are green, but the new leaves can be, have this colour, this coppery colour. And when I saw it in the sun, it just, it looked metallic. It was, it was almost silver where it was bouncing off the veins. Uh, so that's, that's how I've painted it. become very famous as a poison. It, it was mentioned, I think, in Breaking Bad, that HBO programme. Uh, as The thing about it is what I believe it does, I think it stops uh, your ribosomes making DNA, so it basically stops protein synthesis in your body. So it's, it's a slow death, but the thing is it is untraceable. Uh, so it is, a, it is a very popular poison, unlike arsenic or something that could be, could be traced. I don't think you can trace rice. <laughs> Yes, I've put a cabbage in, which is a bit random, uh, considering most of these have, most of the leaves have a similar feel. Um, they're all got the same sort of lighting and, and colour greens. And the, the cabbage stands out because it is quite blue rich and clearly a vegetable, not a tree. I put the cabbage in because we all get block, and including me, and I, I often get painter's block. I just had enough. And the one thing that always helps me is a cabbage. I've, and there's always one in the fridge, and I get one out. And it's something to do with the way that the light hits the veins and the shadows that these very um, textured veins cast on the rest of the, of the leaf. Um, yeah, so that's why I've got a cabbage. Botanical painter and sound recordist Jess Shepard there on The Leaf World. And you can find some of Shepard's leaves and other extreme close-ups of flora online at inkyleaves.com forward slash leafscape.